Stop right there, criminal scum! Nobody breaks the law on my watch! I'm confiscating your stolen goods. Now pay your fine! Welcome to One Flew Over the Side Quest, your place for philosophical gaming top fives and a little feud between an Irish lass and some British legend with me, the host, Ryan, and Spyro Swoon, Total Loon, the funny honey, Mox herself, wants to be an elf, raw, uncut, the big bad ginger nut. Hello, Kaylee. Hello. <laughs> you okay? How's it going? Very, very good. Yeah. I had some uh, pretty horrific audio issues where I had to change my mic out just before we started. But hopefully that will be remedied going forward. But mm-hmm. we will start as we always do. It's been a little while, so you're all good. You're happy? Mm-hmm. Enjoying oh, our little run of podcasts at the moment. I think they're really, really good and we seem to be improving every time, which is really good as well. Yeah, for sure. For so sure. we have our first segment today which is what's the story and then we go on to top five this week we will be doing top five games we'd love to be remade or Mm. a remake of those games not remastered remade and then we go to rye versus ginger nuts in which we have an interesting little game that we've devised this evening okay so what's the story kaylee you start off tell us what you've been up to what you've been playing and we'll go from there I can't remember what I updated up people on last time, but uh, The Witcher Saga continues. I'm on Blood and Wine. Uh, loving it. It's like, honestly, I say this every time, but every time I play The Witcher, I just like fall in love with it more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, Blood and Wine, you get a whole new location. Um, you get Tucson, and it's just like a really beautiful map. Unbelievable. Beautiful area. New characters that are just like super cool amazing like really like anna henrietta is like probably my favorite person ever. oh really she's so cool she's so badass i love her i think the witcher does a really good job in like making some really badass cool female characters that like yep you look up to mm-hmm. so i was like yes another one because after like i was talking about shani and um well actually i didn't talk about shani on her uh loved um podcast remember our last podcast we did um yes yeah because you were sort of you were in the middle of it weren't you yeah 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 yeah. so shani if we had done that now i would have put shani on that oh wow really yeah yeah yeah. she was so Ah. cool but um yeah after playing hearts of stone Mm -hmm. i was like ah there won't be any other cool female characters but every time i say that the witcher decides to be like hey we got you 100%. So yeah, Anna Henrietta is super cool. I've just started Blood and Wine as well myself, and I've just got to the point where she just ripped her dress off and got on the horse and said, "Come with yeah, me." Yeah, she know? just so <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. She's like, yeah. I just like shit has to happen. I need to do things. Rips yeah. off her dress, being like, "Let's go. I'm getting on the horse. <laughs> Gotta look after yeah. my people." And so I'm how like, how are you wow. feeling about Toussaint then? Because it's particularly like color palette oh, for me. Particularly it. the the music is so beautiful on it. 
yeah the music's really pretty the like the environment that it's set in is just super beautiful um Geralt gets his own like vineyard and like you get to like do it up and stuff and put yeah. money into it and like do it up and I'm like I want to live here this is yeah. super cool it's super pretty I have to say the difficulty level of this game is like so much harder than the main game mm. and like I was like facing a Bruxa at the start, which is like a vampire, like a naked vampire lady, which I was like, ooh, naked vampire lady. And then all of a sudden she just destroyed me in combat, like absolutely destroyed me. And I was like, oh, naked vampire lady. Um, Yeah. So the combat's really hard. Like, you know, those plant things we were talking about this earlier. There's a mission where you have to go around destroying these like plant enemies. And like, I was like, oh, they're just plants. No, 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 no. I keep dying. They keep yeah. blowing me up. It's really hard. But it's quite rewarding when you do beat certain enemies mm -hmm. and you just kind of, you, you get like, you just learn to adapt as you go on. Yep. But um, I'm playing it on the easiest level, which I normally, or the easiest difficulty, which I don't normally do on games. Mm -hmm. Um, You do. And yes. I, I normally slag you a lot for it. But <laughs> in, with The Witcher, I'm playing it on the easiest difficulty and it's even really tough. Yeah, but, uh, I've... I noticed when I was playing through this a couple of times, like it's not even so much that the enemies are like really hard in regards to like when they like like their move sets or anything. It's not like Dark Souls where you have to like really learn them or anything like that. Yeah. Like it's more so when they do hit, they really damage you. And then it takes ages to sort of heal in Witcher. Yeah. Like even when you take a swallow and stuff, it takes a while for Geralt's health sort health to sort of tick yeah. back. And then you just it's sort so of sat there like, come on, hurry up. And they like trying yeah. to just you know dodge roll your way out of everything that honestly that's what i do i literally i'm just like it's just Gerald like tumbling around the place yeah. trying to wait for like he's drinking water and tumbling mm -hmm. around and eating a dumpling and then tumbling around <laughs> and i'm just like come on Gerald. i like, do have a massive tip for you though that yeah. i played through blood and wine and i struggled so hard with the difficulty on it especially when fighting the, the vampires when fighting bruxes mm -hmm. specifically and even the word bruxer stressed me out until i <laughs> took on the bruxer at the start of it the other day and i tried a new tactic where i stopped trying to dodge roll out the way of them okay. and instead i just do the parry as if you're going to parry a sword yeah. And it works really, really well against them. So, like, mm -hmm. I was, like, parrying her attacks. And then I could get a load of shots in on her when she came into my sign or whatever. You know, when you put the sign on the yeah. floor, the purple one that I always forget the name of. And and then I was getting her to come in there. And I was, like, almost, like, blocking her scratches. And then I was doing it rather than beforehand. I'd always try and dodge her out of the way. And then they just get me because they're so fast, yeah. the Bruxes, because they teleport. <laughs> yeah, I do. I found that if you do the little dodge, like, um, and switch when you press B, it's the yep. little, not the dodge roll, but the little like jump out of the way kind of thing. Yeah, that is working a lot better in Blood and Wine than we're literally all like the Hearts of Stone DLC and just the main storyline. I dodge rolled out of everything. <laughs> like I yep. dodged rolled my way through the whole game, I'd say. Yep. But yeah, definitely you have to. You can't just dodge roll your way out of this <laughs> DLC. Yep. So are you at this present moment? Just because it's nice to sort of get a take as you're in it. Are you preferring it to Hearthstone? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm preferring it. I think I like them both for different reasons. Yes. Hearts of Stone really um, emotionally will sit with me forever. I think it was so like emotionally telling. Yeah. Um, not to say that Blood and Wine isn't, but I think yeah. I'm enjoying Blood and Wine for a lot of different reasons. Mm. And I think it's harder to latch onto the storyline just because there's so much more to do as well. And there's also so many side quests as well. 
there's a whole region to explore. Yeah, of course, which is nice. It's so, nice to have something new to sort of walk around and check out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, where Hearts of Stone, it's like set still in Belen. Yeah. Um, but you're just focused really on like the storytelling mm-hmm. as opposed to something else. So I just I like them both for very different reasons, but I wouldn't say I prefer one to the other. Yeah, which is cool because I'll be interested yeah. to see whether come the end of it, whether you feel that way, especially with the story and stuff, because the story and um in blood and wine can also be as hefty in certain ways yeah. later on and stuff like that which is cool because i really yeah, like yeah. i really like regis and i really like um i forget the other yeah. the guy's name um, detlaf detlaf yes i like the sort of dynamic and regis is a very like oh, uh, cleverly cleverly yeah. written character um mm-hmm. and he's like really wise and stuff and it's cool that you're sort of playing that like friend but also like walking a fine line of could become your enemy at any moment kind of thing yeah which is which is cool because um, they're like Just higher without... vampires, aren't they? Yes, they're higher vampires, yeah. which is really cool to learn about. I love learning about mm-hmm. the lore in games, so I was like, yeah. "This is really interesting." But just without getting spoilers from you, which do you prefer? Which like DLC or do you are you kind of walking the same line of being like, "Oh, I like them for different reasons." Oh, it's difficult because again, it was like when I completed uh, Hearthstone, I was particularly like this game this like blew me out of the water because i wasn't expecting it to be anywhere near as good as the main story so mm-hmm. when it like like when i was telling you about the the thing when he put the spoon in the guy's eye and all this kind of stuff and the way yeah. that the, the master of mirrors was written as a as a um as a, a villain i thought he was so perfect but blood and wine's better and Ooh. that's and that's because there's a specific part that you're about to come up to that I'm absolutely not going to spoil in any way, shape, and form. Cool. That is such a fantastic. You know how the wedding was a great take on like just gameplay and something different to do, and it really like takes the biscuit. Like it's just like the number one like most wacky, out of left field, but amazing Witcher mission you're ever gonna go on. And I can't yeah. wait I can't wait for you to talk about it. I can't wait for you to be like, oh my God, because I know the second you you'll do it, you'll you'll hear this conversation in your mind and go, that's this is what you was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um and it just gets right really intense and stuff. And and just overall I love the fact that the blood and wine is such a closure and everything. And you'll you also see that come the end and everything. But okay. yeah, I it, I j and it, I I just have to give it the edge as well because that whole area and i yeah. i actually think the blood and wines music is the best in all the games i think mm-hmm. like you know it in, in hearthstone because i really like that like that they play throughout hearthstone which is really really cool that kind of like lullaby um with, uh, about the master of mirrors and stuff which is really cool but yeah i just blood and wine definitely yeah. i just have to say is better because it's just mm-hmm. it's so excellent um, yeah and I've just started it myself, so I'm so excited to get into it as well. And of course, we're going to be doing... So I've got a new podcast for anybody who's who's just a, a watcher of the podcast, not a listener. Um, I have a new podcast coming out that is audio only, which is... Um, oh my God, I've forgotten the name of my own podcast. Uh, uh, Gamers of the Lost Ark, which is yeah. which is me um, interviewing people on specific games and all the thoughts and feelings and emotions and memories and everything that those that specific game made us feel. And that's where me and Kaylee are going to be doing a breakdown of the two Witcher DLCs together, of which I'm writing copious notes. Um, and by copious notes, I mean that I write the wedding and stuff like that for me to then break down more when I uh, use it for reference and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, super, super cool. Anyway, what else have you yeah. been playing? Um, I've been playing. I went back to Stardew Valley. Mm. My little guilty pleasure. I love it so much. Um, yeah, I'm getting to a stage in it, though, that I was like, 
I was getting confused. And I'm sure anyone who's who's played and loves Stardew Valley is like, what do you mean you're getting confused? But I was like, I've, I reached the bottom of the mine. I went mining and I reached the bottom of the mine and then I found a key and I don't know what to do with this key. And there's just a lot of, um, there's a lot of puzzly stuff in it that I'm like, I can't figure this out without looking it up. And I try my yeah. best. I try my best not to look it up online, but I'm looking it up online. I also want to get married in it and I can't get married. I can't figure out how to get married, but I know you can get married. And I have a girlfriend in it. I have committed to her being my girlfriend, but yeah. I can't get married and it's bothering me. So I'm having little like mini frustrations about this game, even yeah. though it's super like it's really great when I'm stressed out, but I'm starting to get really invested in it, like personally invested. And I'm like, That's why can't I marry my girlfriend? Yeah. What do I do with this key? Why can't I, think I get more stuff? It's good to be thinking in that vein of trying to keep yourself off things. Because what I decided was I started Link's Awakening and yes. I got about an hour into it and had to look up how to do something. And I was just like, I'm going to have to look up the entire time of this because it's just too, it's it's almost like too panicky for me, too much of like find your own way and just try and die and all these different things that I don't particularly enjoy. And I know there's people who love it. I know there's people who are like, oh, this is like my thing. I love trying to go around and like almost like knocking on every door and seeing which one opens all that kind of thing. But for me, I just find that really frustrating and end up looking up things like, like looking up uh, yeah. tutorials and stuff, which I do think takes away from it and does make it like quite quite bad but it's cool that you're like sticking to your guns and trying not trying your best to avoid that um i have looked up a few things and it was like yeah i but i try my best not to um like especially with the zelda games as well like the zelda games are super hard like puzzle wise and there's definitely times where like i have been like i really want to look this up but i always try my best to yeah, for sure. Look but I think I, I have absolutely no problem with anybody looking up a tutorial or anything. Oh no, like either do I. Only I like if, the challenge. Yeah, only if the game is clicked over from challenge to annoyance, and that's a delicate balance because yeah. they want to be challenging because they want to annoy you a bit. So like, it's it's easy almost to be like, oh, I'll just look it up. But you've got to walk that fine line yourself and and make a decision of like, okay, this is now doing my head in as opposed mm-hmm. to. As opposed to like I'm no longer enjoying the game, which then of course you got all the legends out there that that almost for no money yeah. at all just go ahead and go oh I'm going to tell everybody on the internet how to do this, which like you know they're the real <laughs> heroes, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'm loving Stardew. I'm really loving it. I'm like I have a banging farm. It looks great. I'm really happy cool. with how my farm looks. I'm like it's you know when people play Animal Crossing and they have a like an island and it yes. looks really cool. Yeah, that's how I feel about my farm right now. Um, but yeah, it's super cool um apart from that the only other thing i've been playing is uh elder scrolls online and yes. i'm like Woo! <laughs> um Whoa. yeah oh i'm in love i'm in love with that game so obviously for people who don't know me and ryan play it together yeah and this week we've been playing it quite a lot yeah like nearly every day this week yeah i'm pretty sure we're doing the somerset isles dlc do you think? I'm pretty sure that's how we started. Like we started off in the Somerset Isles, like doing the, tut- uh, the tutorial there. So yeah. I'm pretty like we're playing it on Game Pass, so it's wherever Game Pass loaded us up. Yeah. Um, but like we've been on the Somerset Isles and we looked around, um, where the high elves are because we're doing the Old Mary Dominion quests at the moment. Yes, we're doing a lot for the Old Mary Dominion. Yeah, but oh my god, it's stunning! It's amazing. So nice. Um, and we're now in Valenwood. We're now where the wood elves are. And I'm like, this is my jam. I'm in a giant tree. Mm-hmm. I want to live here. Because yep. like, if people don't know, I want to be an elf. So yep. I'm just like proper like fangirling being like, yep, this is it. 
Yeah. If I could be reborn, I want to be reborn in this game. Yeah, 100%. So <laughs> what is it that particularly is keeping you hooked on it? Like, is it the, so similar to Skyrim, there's so many different places to explore? How do you find the gameplay and stuff like that? Because I think this is our prime opportunity now to be able to, like not I, I don't know i don't want to say like influence other people to do it but like yeah. you know really get it off our chest because i'm sure there's plenty of people out there that even just the mention of eso might just be like oh it's one of those games you know it's one of those like it failed but i don't think it's failed i'm i'm no, so so, so in love with it i think we came out at a good time because obviously mm-hmm. when i first started it was a bit of a flop but then it like fair play to them um it's Zenimax studios i think it is that yeah does them they just did a really good job at like getting it back to scratch but basically if you love elder scrolls and you love the lore i think that i think there's two ways it can go i think if you're a really huge elder scrolls fan you will end up loving this because there's so many books there's so much like lore it's set like um in the second era where like skyrim would have been set in the third era and you you get to learn so much more Mm -hmm. about tamriel and stuff like that so if you're that way inclined you'll love this if you're if you're not an Elder Scrolls fan but you love MMOs, I still think you'll love the game because yeah. it has a lot of MMO elements to it. We haven't yeah. done dungeons or anything like that, but just even the way the quests are done, it really reminds me of World of Warcraft. I only played a little bit of World of Warcraft, but it reminds me of that and I enjoyed yeah. it. Um especially playing it with a friend. I love mm-hmm. doing. Um, but I think you could easily play it by yourself. Easily. Yeah. And have a great time. But we we just have so much banter like playing it. Yeah. together um and you can have an open chat so you can talk to people on in the world too if you'd like to but then you don't have to interact with anyone at all if you don't want to it's great yeah, sure. i just think yeah if you're an elder scrolls fan you'll love it but if you're not an elder scrolls fan you could still potentially love it and the key for me is that it feels like elder scrolls and there's something yeah. that like particularly those games uh have a, a particular magic about them that mm-hmm. they they just feel like they do and i don't know what they do to create that whether it's just the amalgamation yeah. of the voice acting and the music and all that kind of stuff like it feels like you're in an elder scrolls game as opposed to feeling like you're in an mmo or feeling like you're in something that's <laughs> of the same vein but is being very different you know like it doesn't feel yeah. like a, a spin-off of elder scrolls it feels like you're actually in elder scrolls even the way that like and, and i know this is really stupid but this is one of the things that really like i love about elder scrolls in a way and i love about bethesda is they almost have those kind of like uh deadpan dead behind the eyes npcs that when you look at them they're kind of like a little bit like oh you know they always kind of like you know like that all like the the oblivion whereas you look at them they're like yeah yeah all the time (laughs) (laughs) but but the voice acting is absolutely sublime and and they and and it helps as well because you're doing so much and there is like i'd almost say uh, uh, there's there's so much content going on all the time all around you like you can't walk from one mission to the to the objective without seeing seven side missions you could possibly do like this thing is staffed to the rafters especially for people who who don't have any money and you don't want to spend money on the big expansion packs and stuff like this thing could keep you going for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours yep. like what we've done so far we've spent not a single penny on and i know we will end up spending loads of money on it and buying the expansions and stuff because that, that's something that i think, I think it's that... a lie because i've already bought stuff yeah, you've bought a cosmetics, but you've not bought like any of the storyline, have you? I bought I bought Greymore. 
Yeah, but you bought that but I haven't in played physical it edition, didn't you? Yeah, but I mean, what we've played so far, there's not a single bit of that we've actually spent money on in regards to the to no. the storyline. And and what they do is so excellent with the storytelling and stuff is that they because it's that classic kind of like all the the voices that you're accustomed to hearing in Elder Scrolls that it makes you care about what's going on and makes you care about the things you're doing rather than being like mm-hmm. um something that and I don't want to slag it off in any way, but like Destiny at times like it's a little bit like okay i don't care i'm just going to go to the next place and get my loot and go there and it doesn't really matter what's going on you don't particularly care about the storyline in the same way and, I'm, and i know there's parts of destiny that are more full-on but like the general kind of like strikes and all this kind of stuff are all very like uh like oh we're going in and we're getting the loot we've got to work as a team and stuff like that rather than this here like there's been times where we've been off doing things almost like simultaneously and talking to them and listening to the dialogue and stuff and one of the things that particularly stands out to me before i rant too much about this is that there is a lot of dialogue in this but it is also like a digestible amount and they keep it concise enough so that you're not sat there going right i've finished and i'm waiting for three hours for kaylee to finish because she's slower at reading or you know she's she's slower like or or, you know because what kaylee does quite often is that because you're so fast at reading you'll read through it really quick and i'm still listening to the audio because that's how i prefer to digest it but like that that there's no like it's not so long that you're sat there for ages and ages and ages and you can ask like extra questions and stuff to them and like get to know them like you would any other npc which is cool but yeah i think that's great because you have the choice of like learning more about the mission or even the lore of what you're doing but you also have the option to not you can just be like Mm -hmm. i want to just go straight to the quest yeah but even then even then like the books and stuff as opposed to skyrim are like concise and a very yes. like you know they're nice little samples of like to get you a little bit more into the lore and stuff they're not like you know if we went into a library in skyrim and we were both playing skyrim two player there's a good chance that you'd be like are you finished and i'm like nope a couple more books yeah. to go you know For that sure. kind of thing and and it sort of feeds into that because i think that could be another thing that people worry about about being like oh you know what is it like if people are you know in a menu for three hours all he's doing is everything's really quick and concise and it's just like oh it's like really really like comfort food and it's just like yeah it's not too intense it's not too emotional it's not too this like although some of the storylines have been quite fun yeah on. some of them have been but not all the time yeah and it's like they get they give like a nice balance of like okay right so you're fighting for the old married dominion you're doing something that really matters in the world but then you're also doing like these little things where it's like oh you could just go grab this for me or whatever for one of the people you're working for or whatever which is really nice yeah and one thing i'll just say about like the nostalgia for other games they they i think they do a really good job of like making it feel new and making it feel like you're not reliving skyrim or oblivion but at the same time they have moments where they like put in little bits like there was a mission we did where there was oblivion gates and yeah but it was very small it wasn't like it didn't take up like a load of your time like the way the whole of oblivion took up it was like just a certain mission where you just had to go into three oblivion gates and close the portals or whatever and then there was like one area we were in and a dragon flew over which is like homage to skyrim yeah so they do little chunks of being like oh this is like a bit of nostalgic for Skyrim or Oblivion or Morrowind, but mm-hmm. not overkill. Like, it's yeah. not... Because, you know, like, I know everyone's going crazy because they're like, oh, another edition of Skyrim's coming out. We're playing the same game. I'm yeah. sick of Skyrim. But they only... They're really good at just putting little chunks of, like, oh, that's nostalgic. 
Yeah, but it, and it feels like its own game, like when you're playing ESO. Yes. Like, but as you you asked the other day on one of your posts, like, are you excited about the new Skyrim? And what this has done for me particularly is it's made me not excited for that, but in a good way in regards to like I don't feel like I have to go to Elder Scrolls at the actual games now to get my Elder Scrolls fix. Like this is this feels enough like Elder Scrolls that I'm getting that fix of my Skyrim. I'm getting that fix of Oblivion and Morrowind and all these different things, and that kind of like I don't. It's just a feel you can't explain Elder Scrolls unless you've played it and you know like when you hear that music you get that call inside you that's mm-hmm. deep in your bones that goes explore adventure you know go mm-hmm. off and do these things like it's this weird magic that these games have and it, and, it, and it has the same thing I'm not saying it's quite to the same detail and level that Skyrim is in no regards MMO to you. will be though no exactly but unless another Elder Scrolls comes out of course but like it, yeah I, i'm sorry yeah you said mmo but like it, it like it because it's an mmo it has to be a slightly bit more removed mm-hmm. it has to be a bit more like you know because it's it's tailoring to a, a more general audience i guess but yeah. yeah what a fantastic game and and the last thing i'll say is that i really enjoy the combat the combat is yes. very similar to um what's it called again uh wow so it's like really really yeah. similar to that where like you're just sort of bust, butter mashing a lot and there's not really a great deal of tactic to it um but you know you you like that's really cool that like me and kaylee are going in there and like something that's sorry i apologize I keep hitting my mic um the one of the things that me and kaylee keep doing is like we'll go in there and then kaylee's like shooting people from afar because she's got um arrows but because i'm a nord and i can take wax i'm going in there and just getting stuck in straight away so it's almost like a heavy light kind of thing going on and then sometimes like kaylee will really help me because i'll be right in the trouble and then all of a sudden this arrow come over the top of my head hit the enemy and kill him in front of me i'm like oh good that really helped but then sometimes kaylee's in a position where she's like can you heal me and i've got this really good healing tech thing like thing that i've like picked up as one of my skills that i just keep spamming it and then it like i can see me healing kaylee because she's a little bit weaker because she's like a little elf um but yeah it's, <laughs> i like it's... that she's a bit weaker because she's a little elf <laughs> you are a little Thank elf. You. yes but but i think it's like the class you chose and everything and the way that you yeah. the way that you fight and stuff because obviously i'm just a bit more bruiser get in there and do and you learn different techniques and i'm like saving up my skill points in the moment because you can't like add to skill points to get till you get to certain levels so there's lots of there's lots of great carrot on the stick stuff that keeps you keeps you coming back, keeps you wanting more I've and stuff like that. I've been spending them like there's no tomorrow. So if you're not reached it to the point where you know where it's like two out of three or three out of three or whatever, where you're trying to upgrade one and it says you can't do this till you're level thirty five or you can't do yeah, this till you're level twenty. Yeah, I have. But then so I just what... find something else to upgrade. Oh really? Yeah. No, I'm I'm trying to save. Maybe them now, maybe you're actually out. being smarter than I am. I'm just <laughs> kind of like, oh, I need to get to zero on my skill points. So yeah, yeah, and I, I I had that same calling to begin with, and I thought, no, I'm going to save up, and then when I get to level thirty five, I'm just going to max everything out but yeah mm-hmm. so elder scrolls online absolutely fantastic um the only other thing that you've played that i haven't uh you haven't mentioned is you were pl- playing luminous oh yeah how are you thinking about that <laughs> oh that's just i literally i only discovered that yesterday because i played this when hmm. i had it for the psp that's oh, where really? i played it yeah, before that's... i was like i was trying to think i was like oh my god i played this before and i saw it on game pass and i was like where did i play this before psp i had a psp and um it was just it's just one of those stress games like it's like tetris i love tetris tetris is like a stress reliever game for me um i played so much tetris my dad built me tetris shelves you know like luminous is like one of those games too um but yeah it's super cool it's really so what is it what is the difference between it and tetris then uh it's like you get um i don't know if i'm gonna butcher this explanation but you have four blocks and they're either uh, the four blocks are either orange or white 
and say like the top two could be orange and the bottom two could be white and then they come down or whatever but you have to make you have to get four of the same color for oh, it to so it's a bit like um a bit like Candy Crush at the same time, you know, when you got to try and make yeah. three, three in a row. So it's kind of like mixing yeah, those yeah. two but together. You have to have like a, a square of yeah. four colors. Then they'll but it's really pretty and stuff as well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Cool. The music is starting to do my head in though, because oh, it's the really? same music that plays every single time you load it up. And I'm like, oh. so I, I just started muting it. And then it's really cool because my Xbox controller like vibrates. And I was like, oh, this will do. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. I'm just listening to the vibrations of my Xbox controller. Yeah, nice. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, a couple of the, that's that's all for you, yes. Yes. Okay, so a couple of the things I've got written down are I played twelve minutes. Oh, I actually day. started that. Oh, you started it as well, did you? Yeah. yeah. So I played the start of twelve minutes, and I'm already liking it. I like the concept. I think it's really it freaked me really... out. Oh, really? It freaked me out. I literally only played like about five ten minutes of it, but it oh. like really freaked me out. But in, not in a bad way, like not to the point that it deterred me. But it was just like, oh my god, I didn't know what I was going into, kind of thing. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so yeah. I played like three or four kind of, uh, you know, when you get knocked out by the policeman. Yeah. I I played like three or four of them. And by the end of it, I was trying like all sorts of different stuff because it was me and yeah. Bashan playing at the same time. And he was like, oh, try doing this. And we were doing we were being quite funny because we like we sort of mess around with games anyway. So I was like picking up the knife straight away and like running straight over and like trying to hide in the cupboard. And then my like my wife was coming out and being like, hello. And I was like in the cupboard, just like already waiting for the for the copper to come out or whatever. Yeah, just like sat there with my knife like, wait, shh, no, <laughs> I'm not in here. And then, so then I found out that like, you know, uh, I, I won't delve into spoilers too much, but it ends up being that like, you know, it's a repetitive game in which you mm-hmm. you are living the same day over and over. So every time that you finish the day, it tends to be when you're knocked out by a policeman who comes into your house and, he, you know, you can do different things. So when you wake up the next day, you know, he's coming, you know, he's coming to the yes. door. So you can say to your wife, like, look, I'm, I'm not being crazy, but a policeman's going to arrive here in a minute. And he's trying to arrest your wife for the killing of her father. Yeah. And it's just like, it was so amazing. Some of the stuff I was starting to work out because I like ended up grilling her, like being like, look, tell me, why have you killed your dad? You know, all this kind of, and she was just like, what are you on about? Why are you saying this? And I was just like, I know you have. And then I found out something that like, I could find in the house that she hadn't told me about. And I'm like running into the thing and like looking in the vent in the room and stuff and like trying to find this thing, this key or something. I can't remember what it is that he says to her that I picked up his information one time before he knocked me out is that he said to her, look, where's the key? You need to tell me where the key is. And she's like, help me, help me or whatever. And I'm like, ah so there's a key and then i asked her about it and she's like what do you mean like and gets all like defensive and i'm like ah you but i did kill him i'm like what's going on and it's all like really like interesting how like you can learn as you go and i like and i just love the fact that like you're like coming back and going okay what's the best way to go about it this time and like i was like trying different things like i got sleeping pills out of the out of the thing in the bathroom and i was like trying to put them in water and then i was trying to get her to take the sleeping pills so that she didn't answer the door when the cop came and then i was like putting the sleeping pills in water and then like putting it next to her when we were eating our little our little thing next to each other and i was yeah. like come on i was like come on drink up drink up <laughs> i'm but, like you could kill her yeah oh yeah yeah i was like well you know considering the revelation she gives you as well and you're a bit like yes. oh yeah 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 so it's just it's a really fantastic concept of a game it's it's like Mm -hmm. top it's top down it's it's all about learning it's all about like trying different routes in different ways and the dialogue changes in the different ways as well so it's not as if like you know if you 
find something out and then try it instantly that your girlfriend's going to come out and be like oh yeah this happened like she was just react like dude why are you grabbing stuff and spinning out you know and then you being like ah this is the same day again and she's like what do you mean you weirdo like you know and all this which is great because like they've done that really well and it's um william defoe is who you play as his main character and then daisy ridley it's really good yeah um, daisy ridley's your wife actresses, isn't it? Yeah. um and then the chap who plays green goblin in the first skyrim uh, in the first spider in the first spider-man is um he's the guy he's the copper who turns up which is cool and i forget his name and i'm very sorry that i've forgotten that and someone's probably gonna be like oh my god how do you know that but um yeah, yeah. I, i'm really enjoying 12 minutes and i'm just interested to go through and play it and finish it at some point which i've not done yet um but i will it's one of those things that i think i'm gonna leave it cooking for a bit come mm. back to it because it's one of those things i just thought to myself oh like it's gonna be good anytime i come back to it as long as i don't see any spoilers for it um yeah okay the other games that I've played are Okami. I'm starting to dive into Okami a bit more now. Yay! Um, so I've dived into Okami. I happened to have played like an hour plus with you when you were over. And mm-hmm. when I came back to it, I was a bit confused because I was like, oh. oh, I'm in this village and I can't remember what the last thing I was supposed to do was. And I was like, you just kind asked of like me. Literally, you should have just rang me. <laughs> I was, was like, like Spyro, you should have just rang me. Yeah, I was like aimlessly kind of running around and I ended up looking up online what I was supposed to be doing just because I was just Why like, oh, you ring me? Forget, I'm actually offended. I forget the, uh, where I am or what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I think you were busy at the time. And then yeah, I would never be too busy for Okami. <laughs> like I could be at a funeral, I could be at a wedding, just ring me up for Okami, you know? <laughs> but yeah, so what I'd done then was I... Uh, found out what to do and i ended up getting this chap who is was using this fake sword or this like wooden sword to cut through this thing but i was like using my power behind him because you can use this it's amazing the controls because you run around you've got like it's it's kind of like um uh, a bit and i don't know whether i'm making a terrible comparison here but like it's a little bit like spyro in regards to you can like run around in third person and you can use your action buttons which are like jump and attack in a very similar way and i think the combat could be similarly sort of um put towards spyro or something like that where you're playing as like an animal in 3d and you're going mm-hmm. around just using your like this the combat mechanics are quite cool but they're quite simple so it's like attack 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 is all the same thing and you can do uh block can't you as well i think um but you the thing that makes it so amazing and interesting is you have this third mechanic which is the paintbrush so you can use the paintbrush at different times which i'm absolutely loving like when i when i saw this thing i was like there was this like windmill that had to be fixed or something or like a a, a, an ore what are they called that they go into like they like grind grain and stuff or so what is it it's not it's not a windmill is it just a mill isn't it it? yeah yeah, so so like a watermill, I guess would would, would yeah. be So so it's like, but it's like missing the top. And I was like, oh, how do I do that? I'm like, do I have to like chop a tree down and like find wood, or what do I mm-hmm. do? And then and then I was like, oh, I'll just draw it because of course, like I forgot at that moment that I'm a god, so I can do these things. And I'd done it, and I like drew it, and it like because you just like you press R, and then you can like use the paintbrush, and that can be used in different ways. Like you can you can press R and then draw a circle, and it becomes daylight again because you can make the sun come back out, or you can do it and draw things back together and do puzzles with it but you can also attack enemies so like when enemies land i can press r and do a strike straight across like this and then mm-hmm. it slices all the enemies at once and stuff like that which is super cool so it's like yeah. gives it like a really yeah. interesting dynamic that i've never had in a game before that i'm just really enjoying yeah they like really based everything off of like traditional japanese so the whole idea is that it's amaterasu's tail is like a ink brush and like the japanese all japanese script like it was all done 
like they all yeah. like painted the script so it's supposed to be like that and i just love yeah. that i love oh, it's so how beautiful. innovative they were with that game and it was it was just particularly interesting to me and i'm sure we'll break this down in in one of my podcasts just about akami once i've finished it which will be really interesting but like I really like the variety just in that first area. And I'm only in the first real area, but there was just all these cool little things you could do. Like you could help people in different ways and it's like little side quests, but like they all had like personality to them yes. all. And like, you know, I'm like running around picking, like digging up turnips and this old yeah. woman, this old woman's running after me trying to whack me. Cause she's like, get away from me, bloody turnips. And I'm like, I'm like trying to dig it really yeah, quick. But her like, son is the one that's trying yeah. to get you to dig up the turnips. Cause he's like, Oh, me and my dog. Yeah. Can do it faster than you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like egging you on. Have you seen Mr. Orange and his dance? Yes. Oh, iconic. <laughs> Sorry. I love Mr. Orange's dance. Yeah. And it's just cool. I really like the whole thing. I really like just like all the different and like even like uh Mrs. Orange, who was by the by the water, she was yeah. like, Oh, I can't hang out my washing and like and then you just you were using this paintbrush as like a game mechanic really, really well. Where like I drew across the um the yeah. like the line didn't have like a line on it so like i drew like like what would be a clothesline and suddenly it appeared and then she was like oh yeah. my god and like it's all this kind of like they they sort of allude to you being godlike and stuff and they're like oh wow like who done this this is amazing and you're like oh i'm a god i done it and you like sort of run off yeah. and all this kind of stuff and it's like um you're almost like a god but you're not like you don't like walk around and go like i am a god and this is what i do you almost like do things sort of vicariously and it's kind of yeah. like the people think that you're just a dog kind of yes. thing and yeah. they can't see that you have these holy markings on you. So only yeah. like certain people who can see like divine beings can see that. So people yeah. are just like, oh, this random white wolf has appeared in our um, town is just helping out. But you're actually yeah. a goddess of the sun. Yes, it's so cool. Yeah. And, I, and I just I'm really enjoying it now. I've gone to a different area now, but in general just really enjoying the gameplay of it i'm really enjoying the fact that it's just it's very different it's just very different to anything i've ever played mm -hmm. and and sometimes di like but difference bad but this is a real good different like it's real like yeah. change of pace it's really nice i'm sort of playing it in tangent with witcher and it's quite a nice break from it as well because mm -hmm. they're very different um but yes and then the last thing i've been playing is split gate i'm completely in love with this game it's like got yeah. my i've got like a real bug for it like i haven't had a bug for a shooter in a long long time and i've i've now completely given up on warzone because it does this does this really annoying thing where it won't download to my external hard drive it will only download oh. to my actual inbuilt um memory in my playstation so fuck it i'm like if you're not gonna i've got like 1.8 terabytes of space and it won't download onto that so i'm like all right i won't have you then you know if you're gonna because it forces me to delete what i already have and then re-download it because that game does go on the external hard drive which is yeah. activision's problem it's not mine so you know if they want to lose a player just by being awkward like that then fair play you know because there must be plenty of people that must have to download it and then delete their games if they've got external hard drives which is just really annoying because like why did i get an external hard drive if not to download stuff onto it, it just makes mm -hmm. no sense um but yes so i am being playing split gate it's halo with portals and i just love it so much it's so so amazing if there's anybody who's listening who probably less so with us will be will be in for our podcast will be like shooter players so much but like like for sure it's it i'm not sure whether it's just gonna be a stopgap till halo comes out because halo's coming out for free on the multiplayer which i'm really excited for but oh, me and bashan both played one screen each he was playing on the playstation i was playing on the xbox and it was like the good old days and we just sat there and caned it all night and just kept getting dope kills and stuff and it's just got some really great game modes as well where like 
It's just there's just nothing better than completely outsmarting someone with a portal where like say if you turn a corner and I do a portal next to me here and then do a portal behind you and run through the one next to me so they think oh where have they gone and I'm behind you and I kill you. It's yeah. just like it's such a fast fascinating like extra concept to think about. And I know like battle royale is often the extra concept to think about, which makes shooters interesting and all this kind of stuff, or like the objective. But like it's really cool that you've got these different things. Like you, t- there's nothing cooler than when a guy like makes a portal in front of you to run away, and then you run into his portal after him, and you're like, oh, where am I? And what's going on? And it's just mm-hmm. it's just really really amazing. And uh, you can do some really cool plays on it and stuff. But super enjoying it. Okay. Nice. So that is what's the story for this week, and we'll move on to our top five. This week's top five is top five games that we want to be remade completely from the ground up in the the kind of Final Fantasy VII esque where it's coming mm-hmm. out in, you know, the the mechanics and graphics of a game from now as opposed to what it was remastered. So I'm really really looking forward to this conversation. We have some. Well, I have a honorable mention. Kaylee says she has a few. So do you want to get them out of the way? Um. No, we'll go. We'll just go. Okay. I might so, just put them do in. Do you there. want to start with your number one then? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if this like Kansas cheating, but I put the Sly Cooper trilogy. So That's fine, because it could be a, a Spyro like, yeah. couldn't it, you know? Yeah, Although yeah. Although Spyro is so... more of a remaster than a remake. Oh. But they completely did it up. Yeah, I guess so. They Graphics did really and like, everything. Yeah, yeah. So... Even the mechanics and stuff are slightly different. Yeah, now, so yeah. I would say that's a remake. Yeah, okay, cool. Carry on. But um, yeah, I would say the Sly Cooper trilogy. I was obsessed with them, specifically the second and third game. Yep. I was obsessed with when I was younger. Um, and I just haven't really found a game to scratch that itch for me in a very long time under the type of games I wish they'd remaster uh, or remake. Um... They're they like tried... third-person action games, aren't they? A bit like Ratchet and Clank, know. if I'm right. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Um, it's very like you're a thief and you're going along and you're doing like oh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's such a good game, though. Just take my word for it. <laughs> is all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, anyone who's played it will understand what I'm. Yeah. There's to say. again, it seems to be one of those games where like it has that same thing as like not to the same level as pokemon but when you anybody who has also played yeah. it like oh my god i love spikes like Hooper, like you know yeah it's kind of like trying to like if if you had someone who never ever played crash bandicoot before and you're trying to explain crash bandicoot yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be very odd yeah um but it's just it's like a really really cool game but it is kind of like that ratchet and clank kind of-esque feel to it mm-hmm. i'd say but um the first game i didn't like as much the second game has like the spiral we feel in the sense of like you have say certain worlds or certain areas that but you you have to go around and like find certain like levels to go in but then there's like a an open world part um but it's it's just a really really cool game but they tried to i know they made a fourth game hmm. instead of remaking the first three yeah. And I don't know much about the fourth game. And I just know one... And it was only released on PlayStation. And I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. And the one person I knew that played it was just like, nah, it wasn't great. No, really. It wasn't so, good. So, of course, the the loaded kind of theory behind this top five is why? 
why do we want it to be remade like as opposed to going back and playing it yeah. now so so is it just that i guess because it's so old it would be quite dated now so to actually get it in like completely remastered graphics and completely uh sorry remade graphics and completely remade systems and mm-hmm. stuff like get rid of perhaps the more old annoying stuff and yeah it was pretty glitchy for its time as well mm-hmm. um so like there would be certain like i'm just thinking off the cuff like there are certain things like if your your character was talking their jaw would start going back into their face and stuff like it was mad Gosh. stuff that i was just like what is happening um i like you know there was just loads of glitchy things to do with it but it, all, it was kind of like skyrim funny-esque glitchy yes. stuff but yeah, also yeah. like i was like nah i'd rather i'd rather have it remastered or remade mm-hmm. But as I said, it's just I haven't had a game like that. Like, that game is something I just boot up now if I could. But I just feel like I've never found another game to match it. Yeah, cool. In my mind. I'm sure there's other people being like, what are you on about? But I'm like, I just love those games so much that I'm like, please. You definitely would be like Saudi. 100%. Yeah, yeah, just just make it and I'm there, you know? Yeah, for sure. I it, To the point that, like, I just love those games so much that, like, me and my friend when we were younger, because there was, like, no merch or anything of it, and we used to be like, I, I wish they did, like, little sly yeah. figures. Anything. We just wanted anything. And it was kind of like Scooby-Doo, where they had a little van. Oh, really? You know, like, they had, like, a little <laughs> van, and we used to try and make it out of cardboard and stuff like that, and cool. there was just such lack of, like, sly merch and stuff that I feel like my that void has never been filled in me that I was like, I need just more sly in my life. Yeah, so please, sure. please remake that game. <laughs> I'd be very happy. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, my first one is Morrowind. Um, oh, I have that down. You have Morrowind as well, yeah? Kind of. Uh, it was a little bit of an honourable mention because I haven't technically played it myself. So oh, I'll okay. let you go. So I played Morrowind. It was my first ever Elder Scrolls. I have a, a like real serious attachment to it. Again, for forgive me but i never actually completed it or didn't play a great deal of the story and stuff it was just my i was very young it's my first ever experience in being able to go around an open world and i used to just like walk around balmora and just like then walk out of balmora and just go to random places and i love the fact that like back then it was like there was no fast traveling other than the fleas that you could the giant fleas that you could take to different places but like you know, I, I I just particularly remember how amazing it was with like the soundtrack was so beautiful and I walked out for that first time and I like walked up to these signposts and it said all these crazy names like Vivek and all these things and I was like, cool, I want to follow that road to Vivek and like there was all those random things happening that like happened in those kind of like open world RPG games, but it was like to the smaller scale, of course, but like all of the lore and everything, I just loved it so much, but when i went back to play it again and i've got i downloaded it again on the xbox just because it, it was on game pass yeah. and i was like oh i can't not but like it's so dated now that like mm. the the mechanics and stuff and i think that probably was a barrier to me at the time because i used to play it alongside my friend who played oblivion at the same time so we used to like have little nights where i played morrowind he played oblivion and we both like have an elder scrolls night but it would used to hamper me really bad because it, like the the combat mechanics and stuff were really really difficult on it so yeah. I, I just found it so hard i'm not sure whether now i'm a bit more aged and stuff whether i could push through and do it i remember when i moved back to my dad's the previous time to this that i bought myself an original xbox and i had it set up and i bought morrowind for it and i bought all these games like half-life and stuff and i was like look i'm gonna play through these again for the nostalgia factor but like it really just had this like extreme barrier to entry which was just like it was just that little bit too old that you couldn't enjoy it anymore and weirdly yeah. enough i happened to have the same thing when i started oblivion again the other day which i was like oof which like scares me because oblivion was so 
it was like such a big thing for me but when i went back to it now especially after playing skyrim and stuff i was just like oof this game is old looking um but yeah it was just this kind of like i wish like rather than oblivion i'd like to be remastered this game i really like to be remade from the ground up in skyrim's engine and like you know oh, how amazing would it be to be able to experience morrowind again like that and because because morrowind is particularly different in the fact that it's like it's really like it's almost like borderlines on sci-fi at times yeah and it's like really wacky and out there and like some of the things they talk about and it's like based like quite a lot around dark elves and i really mm. like dark elves because they're really like mysterious and like they're although they're abrasive at times they are like um like, like really cool and like magical and like the fact that like Vivek was this thing that like fell from the moon and stuff and it's just like oh yeah. it's so cool and i just love to go around and do it again and it's got some really interesting things that like the other games don't have in the same way um that i'd like to like imagine going and seeing the last dwarf ever but in skyrim's engine you know and just mm -hmm. being like cool i get to talk to the last ever living dwemer you know like oh. yeah. <laughs> but yes yeah for sure that's my yeah, I had one. that. <laughs> I had that down as an honorable mention because I have Oblivion down, but I haven't ever played Morrowind. Personally, I've watched playthroughs of it. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I have to say, I played it. I had, I got the Elder Scrolls anthology for PC, and so I started mm -hmm. it on Steam, and I played fifteen minutes of it, and I think I laughed my way through because it was just so so dated and it was like yeah. making your character was just hilarious because it was just like you look like this little gremlin mm -hmm. i tried to make a wood elf but you just look like a gremlin um but it is probably like it's like a lot of people say it's potentially the best storyline out of all the elder scrolls games mm -hmm. and i'm a huge elder scrolls fan i've read up so much about elder scrolls i learn about the lore because i'm such a nerd um that I was just like, please just remake this game so that I can play it. And I want to be able to experience it the way I experienced Skyrim. Yeah. I think I found what you said with Oblivion. I tried to play Oblivion twice. And it was only on the third time that I tried to play Oblivion I could get into it. Because it was yeah. quite dated by the time I played it. And that was a few years ago now. Mm -hmm. So, um... I would prefer if Oblivion was remade. And yeah, I know so you should, said remastered, so but I we... think it should be remade. Yeah, see, with Oblivion for me, I, I, I felt less so like I was like, okay, if this had a glam up for me, Oblivion, like it had like, you know, some of those trees and different stuff from Skyrim, because the one thing I really struggled with with Oblivion was that when I came on there, it just looked like the same tree that had just been put all the way across and yeah. i was like oh like it, you don't really notice those things until you played something that like it was really stark as well like i remember playing it after playing the last of us too so i literally just yeah. played like you know the most detailed probably environment that's ever been in a video game to then go to like oblivion where i was just like oh god it feels so old and so outdated and like even the way yeah. that the character models looked and stuff i was just like oh this is nowhere near as good as skyrim but i'd like if you'd have asked me before i went back to it like oh what do you think i would have been oh it's not actually that different to skyrim but when you actually go back and play it, it really is yeah it is but once you get stuck in and this is i'm gonna play morrowind i am full-on going to play morrowind i don't care yeah. if they don't remake it I, i've downloaded it on game pass and i i don't care how bad it is or how dated it is i'm playing it yeah i'm just i'm that i'm definitely committing to that yeah but i did that with oblivion i had to like take three times to get into it mm -hmm. um but it's on such an unbelievably good game that it needs to be remade like i it you know i would hate for people to be turned off those games because they're so dated you know yeah, because sure. they're so good 
Yeah. And they have such good storylines that I'm like, you have to remake them because like you don't want this to die a death and people not to go back and play them who yeah. haven't. Because there's a lot of people who play Skyrim that couldn't go back. Yeah. And that's that's Skyrim. one of the things that they done with um like they they do little things like the Uncharted collection and stuff where they like sort of put three of them together. And I'd love it if say you know one day there was a, a like the anthology you were talking about earlier on but all remastered or all remade sorry where you could play all of them in skyrim level graphics you know because mm-hmm. skyrim when you play it now and and i know that everybody likes to slag it and likes to get on skyrim and it's become and i think actually which is a shame for me really and i think it's become like a meme in some ways but like yeah. actually that game seriously is very very fucking good and it's like like it makes me like i feel really passionate about the fact that like skyrim is an absolutely outstanding masterpiece of a game that i know is a bit like hey thomas tank engine or whatever like people think about it now and it ha- does have funny elements and stuff but that game is like yeah. probably one of the most content rich experiences you could yeah. possibly have in any game and somehow some way 11 years after it was created stands the test of time where when i played it on switch i didn't think to myself oh wow this doesn't it's look 10, good enough by the way, or, it's the 10 to your anniversary is it 10, is not it? get the hype you missed all the announcements <laughs> oh, yeah the uh that's why the thing's coming out yeah that's yeah it. um you but just yeah, obviously so... didn't read my instagram post the other day that i made specifically <laughs> on the 10th anniversary of skyrim but it's fine <laughs> but for, for sure it, it's like a um it, it particularly is just a, an amazing amazing experience and, and i think mm-hmm. that the the graphics and everything on it are not as good as anything like the last of us not in any even in the same stratosphere as it but it is definitely definitely bearable and that means that you can go back and have these experiences in skyrim and have this stuff and although i think personally like the combat's a little bit dated in it and stuff like that that like there could be extra levels to that but it's good enough that if you applied those things to oblivion and to morrowind you could really really have two as good as skyrim games out there then you know um I Which would be so like dope. Skyrim mechanics and combat, but that's just me. I just think that I think the Skyrim mechanics are fine. I just think that like I lacked sometimes a little bit of like, um, like especially after playing other games like Breath of the Wild or like um, like uh, Last of Us or any any game that's like got like real sort of intricate mechanics to it and stuff like that, like God of War and stuff like that. That like it's very like similar even in the way it is like like let's say for example witcher which is very similar to skyrim in so many ways and was definitely definitely inspired by skyrim in so many ways the 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 when you kill people in the witcher it's really like satisfying and really like um even though you're doing the same things over and over again like when you dismember someone or when they die like a like the ragdoll and stuff that they have in it or the way that they die and stuff like feels really cool rather than with skyrim they just kind of go limp don't they and just go like like that backwards and they just sort of like hit the floor and and like i wish there was a little bit more like and i know they've got those finishing things in skyrim they do have the like, little cutscenes. they like... do have the little things but like you know how like the mechanics or, or the actual engine of skyrim yeah. is like you know it kind of makes it look a little bit like your sword kind of just goes through them rather than actually looking like it's hitting them or whatever mm-hmm. rather than like yeah. i feel like if you had something like that in it like imagine in skyrim if you could like grab someone pull them around and then like cut their throat or something from behind you know just like little things like that like that's something that's in last of us like you crawl crawl up behind someone and you like grab them and you like feel the weight of them and then you stab them from behind and put them down on the floor like if you could do that in sneak in skyrim like how cool would that be do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like so again you will probably get that the next 
a rendition that's just the only thing that i found was slightly dated after playing yeah. these other games you know and it's not it's not as if i don't particularly like it but it's just like in skyrim all you can do is huh huh or huh uh, right and that's it isn't it you know like you like you got the sort of slash or the harder yeah, slash i suppose i was an archer for my whole time or a magic user so i was yeah. a bit more like yeah see when yeah. i use them when i use the magic i thought it was super cool and I, and I do yeah. like and and when I very very first played Skyrim, I played all the way through as an archer because you could just stand up on a rock and you just kill whatever you want because it can get to you, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, but again, you know, uh, even having like a, a glowed up mechanic of the arrows and stuff, and maybe a bit of arrow drop or you know something that gives it a little bit more, makes it a little bit more dynamic, would be mm-hmm. nice for me, especially for the next Elder Scrolls. But like, not not that you'd ever want that to be put in Skyrim now or for Skyrim to be remade. I think would be ridiculous, but. No, I think yes. Skyrim can keep going for ages. Before we, before we digress. Anyway. They're doing a very good job. <laughs> before we digress too much into uh, the mechanics of Skyrim, my next one is yeah. um, GTA San Andreas. So Ooh, p- particularly nice. for me, this was my go-to game alongside Morrowind, where I used to go and explore and do whatever i wanted in and again much to the dismay of luke one time when we were on the podcast and paul uh i've never completed um gta san andreas i've watched someone complete the end of what it and have stuff you like completed, that by the way I just <laughs> plenty of games just, now I, uh, it's just been a few podcasts where it's been like oh i haven't i haven't completed this game and i'm like <laughs> It's starting to add up, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm. I, see, I went through a serious stage where I was like, until I was about 16, I never completed anything. Like, I used to just play a start of it and then I'd just go back to my shooters and I'd play a start of it and go back yeah. to my shooters and stuff like that rather than it was The Last of Us. Once I completed The Last of Us because I was so, so unbelievably um, taken by the story that I wanted to see the ending. I wanted to see where it was going and I was like of an age and a maturity that I could take it in without just being like, oh, right. Or, you know, I was more interested in whatever else I was interested in my life at those times, you know, as opposed Mm. to, like, really getting myself into a story in the way I did with Last of Us. And that then opened the door for me to be able to go back to Skyrim and complete it and complete Breath of the Wild and complete all these games I've played since and more modern games. Um, But yes, so San Andreas, I hadn't completed the storyline on, but it was something that particularly for me, like with cheats and with all the amazing things you could do on it, like strolling around. And I know that, you know, Truck Simulator is probably a great example, but for me... I used to like to drive rounds on on San Andreas, just taking it easy, going in and playing some pool and pretending like I was living in the world, um, which was cool. And then like the storyline, I know that I haven't, I didn't complete the storyline at the time, but I certainly would like to go back if it was completely remade, which apparently it, Vice City and GTA 3 have all been remade in an Unreal Engine and stuff like that. And they're coming oh. to and are coming to switch so i'd be really interested in playing that like that would be right up my street but like for sure for sure i think it would be a really good one because i didn't get to play san andreas i got to play some of the old or the later gta's and i think it's one of those things it's kind of like what we were saying about oblivion and amaro and that you don't you've heard so much good stuff about it that you want to be able to go back and play it but sometimes because they're dated you're kind of like oh you're put off but you do want to experience it yeah like it's it's amazing like i'm I'm really attached to the characters and stuff like big smoke and Ryder and and cj and his brother and stuff a sweet his brother um the like if i went back and could play those first missions again like i'd be so totally into it and i'd so totally Mm -hmm. go to the next level and stuff and i used to play on pc i just found it i found it really difficult as well that's why i probably didn't complete it because i used to find it really difficult um but yeah yeah, i i just think that it would be so amazing to be able to go into the world of of um los santos again but 
not to the same huge degree as GTA 5, but it would be certainly cool to be able to go back and experience it again in that way and to, like you say, maybe consume a story again, like like you have with, with other remakes. Like, I certainly, I don't think I would have ever been able to go through and play Spyro, but because yeah. of that Spyro Reunited re- trilogy, I managed to be able to play through them all and really enjoy it because it had that glow up that it was nice enough for me to be able to play and new enough for me to be able to play. So that would be certainly something I'd love to do with San Andreas and just being able to listen to K Rose, my favorite channel, listen to all the all the um, all the classic old uh, you know the, con- like country GTA songs. Always had like banging tunes, oh, no matter what game amazing yeah radio x is great on it radio los santos is great on it listening to all like ice cube and all that kind of stuff that's on there and dr dre and that is amazing but i particularly love k rose because i love myself some country music on little sanchez scooting down out in, in the uh in the outside uh whatever it was the the countryside of of san andreas <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah for sure yeah. that's that's uh, another one of mine I want to come off the back of that one and I have uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. Okay, I also have Simpsons Hit and Run. Do you? And I was just like, this is going to be a nice little segue from yeah, GTA yeah. into Simpsons Hit and Run because so, like, Simpsons, I don't GTA. even think... I don't know even if there's that much to say about Simpsons Hit and Run, but if you've played Simpsons Hit and Run, you know that you just want this game to be rate made because it was just so good. Yeah. Like, it was just such a chill game to play. Like, And I feel like most people our age played it yeah um and everyone just has such fond memories of it it's like just a feel-good game but it was just so good and like there was even little things about it that like even just the some of the noises or the sounds and stuff that i just thought were like oh my god yeah i love the fact that like when you're driving around it plays that kind of like but it's just like it's like it's like ambient music but in the theme of simpsons and it's really yeah. cool like for me it was so mad because it was a game that and obviously i'll just join you here and say this is one of my five as well yeah. that like it, it's it was so amazing that this show that i love so much and i watched so much mm-hmm. that i could felt like i could be inside it like i could run yes. around myself and do that was like huge for me like seeing evergreen tennis and be able to walk in it and be able to like drive down the road i still remember it exactly now that you drive down the road you take a right hand turn you take a left turn and then you go across the road to a quickie mart or you can go straight over the top and smash through that glass and go over yeah. to the go over to the quickie mart but i'm just like oh like i it loved was, it yeah, so it was, much because, yeah everyone i think at that age especially like and potentially now like everyone knows the simpsons and yeah. like if you loved the simpsons this was just like brilliant but even if you didn't like the simpsons and you did you weren't that immersed in the world it was still just so much fun mm-hmm. Like I would have friends or or like I I didn't have it actually. I went to my friends to play it and it was just be a group of us just sitting there like taking turns playing it. Yeah, it was definitely. Just so much fun. And I used to watch my friend play it a lot. I used yeah. to like think, oh, it was amazing because he was a little bit better than me. But like he used to be able to do the missions and stuff and I used to just absolutely yeah. love it. And I and I just lo- like the whole feel of it is really, really amazing. And I think this is why it's a huge example to me of why I love video games so much more than I like movies and so much more than I like yeah. books and stuff like that is because I feel like I can be there. I feel like mm-hmm. I can be the person to walk up to the door and go, wow, this is cool, you know? And and it's just like so cool that you could go down to the power plant and you could go around and like see Barney and you could get the Plow King and all that kind of yeah. stuff and drive around in that. And it was just, oh man, what a game. I just absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. And it, obviously you get the nostalgia here if it was remade, which is which would be amazing. But also it's just, yeah. It, it's like I remember thinking to myself and I, and I don't know whether you shared in this anyway but when I was like eight or whenever it was when I was playing it I remember thinking to myself if I could live anywhere I'd like to live here 
because it was so like clean and like lovely and like bright and sunny and stuff and yeah. i was like oh and you just, just look out the door and look out the window in real life and be like Puh. i wish i was like you know i wish it was all like bright and colorful and lovely and stuff like uh i i can't say i shared in that because you'd end up turning yellow and have to lose a finger but <laughs> you know <laughs> i get what you mean <laughs> sure but yeah no, I think it's just one of those games that people our age especially be like, oh, totally. Yeah, 100%. For sure. Do you want to go with your next one or? Um, oh, yeah, I can do. Uh, so the next one for me is... Um, oh, do I leave that as an honourable mention? Ooh, okay, well, how many have we done so far? I've done Morrowind, GTA, Simpsons Hit and Run. Yes? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so I've got two more. So the next one I've got is Lord of the Rings Return of the King um Ooh, which which like I, I used to love the way that game worked i love the fact that you had the giant door that was the different missions that you made your way up to sauron and like to finish it um mm -hmm. and, and i just oh i just loved it i love the i love the sort of like third person mechanics and stuff i love the fact that it starts at helm's deep as well mm -hmm. and i love the fact that it like goes right through the game in that way and you do these different missions and you play as gandalf and you like run and it's got like a weird thing hasn't it where um it's like the end of helm's deep and you run as gandalf to actually face saruman which is super cool you're like at isengard and i remember running around and doing that and i just oh it's so amazing yeah like, i didn't actually own it so i i played it very briefly in a friend's house so i don't know oh, actually really? that much about it yeah, yeah it's so cool it's that it's like it's like just a third person kind of hack and slash game really but just because obviously i'm like huge huge lord of the rings fan and i just love anything lord of the rings and i know that like yeah. shadow shadow of war is something i really should play and then yeah, something i really want to play it. I, I really want to get into um and shadow of mordor sorry both of those games yeah. that they're games like i really want to get into because i'm sure i will i remember like i didn't I, i've always had a bit of a like oh i've not really liked assassin's creed and never really wanted to get into it but then when i heard they were like assassin's creed like i was like oh i don't know if i'll get into them but now i've like bought assassin's creed and i really want to try assassin's creed out because i think i was a little i was a little bit closed-minded to assassin's creed because i couldn't get it and i think it was one of those things where like people used to talk about it and be like oh i've got assassin's creed and because i was quite like poor and stuff i used to be a bit like oh well i don't even like assassin's creed rather than actually because i didn't like it you know and and like be really interested to try that game for sure but yeah anyway i continue to digress on, on every occasion in this podcast so i apologize mm -hmm. but yeah so the it'd be really cool to be able to play it in like you know remade graphics i can imagine it being like you know hard hitting i imagine like god god of war like that third person kind of like really weighty combat which would be super cool, like slashing the the Urukai up at, on the walls of of mm -hmm. um, Helm's Deep and stuff, which would be super super cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I just I would certainly like to see that remastered. Mm -hmm. uh, no, sorry, um, remade. remade. <laughs> for sure. Your next one. I have Pokemon Coliseum for the GameCube. Okay. So, um. I think it's potentially one of my favorite Pokemon games of all time, but it doesn't. It's not like a traditional Pokemon game. It's not like, oh, I start with my Pokemon, I collect Pokemon, and you know, try to be the best. It's very dark. Um, okay. Like you start off, like I'm just giving a bit of context because I don't think a lot of people know this game. Mm -hmm. Um, you start off and you're like this guy who was part of like a criminal organization, and you you break out. I think when you 
I don't know if it's that you find out what they do or else you're just an asshole and you're like, I'm going to steal from the bad guys. Yeah. But you have an espion. You start off with an espion and Umbreon and I was like, oh, well, love it already. Well, that's a ticket to Kaylee's heart already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the whole idea is that this evil organization are actually turning the Pokemon evil. It's like they're, I can't remember if they're like injecting something into the Pokemon yeah. and making them like, I think the whole thing, it sounds ridiculous, but it was really cool at the time. It's like they're stealing their souls or taking their souls out or something and you have to like go around and you basically have to steal pokemon from people so there's a they were distributing these evil pokemon just mm. out into the normal world and people didn't realize that they had like they were just being like oh you have a super strong pokemon yep i'm giving you this super strong pokemon they're like oh cool but you have to go and you actually have to like they you like get a pokeball that's like actually steals people's pokemon like oh, mid battle and it's like crazy it was just insane um and it's just cool mechanics like it's not like open world or anything like you have to like travel from region to region and unlock different regions and stuff cool. like that and um it was just really cool and everything was double battle it was never just a single battle so that's why you get Esprian and Umbreon because you put them both out at the same time ah. it was just awesome it was just an awesome awesome game and you get really like I just thought the storyline was brilliant yeah um really dark for like I think I was eight <laughs> And you're going around, it's like, oh, these Pokemon stoles have been, like, taken out of them and they're, like, evil. Gosh. And you have to, like, basically steal them off mm -hmm. people. And, you know, it was crazy. But um, I still think I could play it now. But that's because I'm a, I have a deep love for it. But yes. I think I would love to see that remade. Because uh, as a GameCube game, I don't think many people were exposed to it. Yep. But I think it's one of the better Pokemon games. Not traditional. Yep but very, very good. That's like me with Uncharted 1. Like, Uncharted 1, I can push myself through because I'm such a humongous Uncharted fan, but it just mm -hmm. really isn't very good. And, like, yeah. it's just nowhere near in the same level as the others, and I wish that could be remade. So I see what you're saying in that way, where it's mm -hmm. like, you could, but if but if it had this polish and had this, like, brand new look and even potentially, like, improving some of the mechanics and stuff, that that would that'd be really good. Yeah. It, had a, it was just more like Pokemon with a bit of a more grown-up feel to it. Yeah. If that makes it's sense, cool. like even the characters in it, if you like saw the main character, like he looked more like a grown up, mm -hmm. um, like it was obviously the anime style, but like for older, yeah, um, like teenagers and stuff like that. And I just loved that. I was always a bit because I was never into the really super cutesy type of stuff, so this was just my jam. I really, really loved this, yeah. Cool. And then there was a sequel called XD, so I was like, that I would like that to be remade as well, yeah, like a double packaged. Yeah. The two of them. Yeah. That would be brilliant. Because they had a big um <laughs> I'll try and show you at some point, but they had a giant you know Lugia? Did you ever see Lugia? He's from the second movie. He's like this huge big like white kind of bird thing. Mm -hmm. But like they made Shadow Lugia and like they made him like this really dark navy and he just looked super evil, but it was really cool. cool. Mm. Nice. Yeah, so cool. I like that remade. Okay, my last one now, I believe, is yeah. Knights of the Republic. So Knights of the Republic for me was probably one of the most instrumental games in me, not only, again, it was appealed to the same thing that I spoke about earlier on, where for me particularly, I'm not sure whether it's just the way that my brain's wired or whatever, but being able to actually be somewhere and walk around it and get a feel for it myself is what makes video games so unbelievably amazing. And I love Star Wars, like Star Wars is something that I feel so unbelievably passionate about that I felt so genuinely heartbroken after The Last Jedi that I like 
felt like a piece of me had died like that's how genuinely serious i am about star wars and like i ended up coming around to that but you know this isn't a star wars podcast i i just love the lore of star wars i love like the feel of star wars i love that it's, it has in a very similar way to how like elder scrolls is of that kind of like anything is possible and anything can be applied to it and like put into it and stuff like that you've got all these different races and you've got all these different worlds and areas you can go to and all this kind of stuff and it's like seems so unlimited huge and like you know this galaxy far far away and this adventure story but in space with you know jedis and all this kind of stuff and you could and knights of the republic really made me feel like i was there and like i could go to different areas like taris forever will be somewhere that is just one of my favorite gaming worlds like the fact that it has three levels so you start off in upper terrace where there's like it's very bright and breezy and people like people live in these huge towers so the whole the whole planet is a city like like coruscant where like you know you you've got the top of these towers where like people live in the sunlight and they're all the rich people and all this kind of stuff then you go down to the middle level and it's like a great tale of just like how actual society is where you've got like rich people that live in their little gated communities and stuff at the top and then you've got the middle part where people are like you know there's a lot of gangsters a lot of different stuff and then there's these really poor people down the bottom where you go down there and they've got like no sunlight and no food and all this kind of stuff and it's like really cool and you go to other places like dantooine is super super cool in it like you go there and you learn like about the jedi temples and stuff and you go to like a jedi thing and you construct your first lightsaber and choose what color it is and all this kind of stuff and i'm just like oh i love this game so much that like it there's so much about Kator, that like knights of the republic that i love so much you go to tatooine you go to a place called oh, i forget but they they're called they're called the kamal or something and they're these like weird kind of um fish like pokemon that uh, pokemon pokemon <laughs> they're these weird fish type kind of aliens that like they they speak in a really weird dialect and it's really cool to hear them talk and stuff and they like deal in this stuff that's like it's almost like bacta it's like the the stuff that's healing the two warring factions which are the republic and the sith and oh i just love it all so much it's got such great lore it's got it's got such an amazing story like uh, and if there's anybody who wants to play this game it's it's out on mobile and it works really really well on mobile like it works perfectly okay. because it's turn-based so it's all turn-based combat so you never have to worry about and you can move around on it really easy on mobile i played it again on the ipad and i played through the entire thing and it was really really good but what i'd really like to do is for it to come back out on console and be remade exactly like although like a, a very similarly a turn-based game with final fantasy 7 remake like having a couture remake totally from the ground up like in um the vein of jedi fallen order that like the same kind of graphics as that that oh my god i just love that game so much like i really hope that you get around to playing it at some point because it's got yeah. like you know you can romance the characters you can do all oh, these different things you can you can I'm take in. you can take all of the different like groups and members of your group it's like because it's made by the same people they want they went on to make mass effect so they went on to make Mass Effect. So it's it's effectively Mass Effect Star Wars. So it's very, very yeah. similar. So you take on your group and you decide which ones of your ship come out with you and, you know, who you invest in and who and you can, like, you know, question people and talk about their history and get to know them and all these different things. And you can fall in love or you can, like, you know, do all these different things. It's just amazing. Or find out about their history and take them back to the place that they first came from or help them with their own little issues and stuff. Oh, what an RPG that is. Just fucking fantastic. And I just couldn't, like, couldn't imagine how excited i'd be if it was remade <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i'd love to try that to be honest because i i loved a few of the star wars games yeah um and i was a big star wars fan when i was younger yeah so there's a few games that i'm like oh super dated now that i'd love to try so it's, it's yeah, probably sure. quite it's quite a big game too it's probably like 50 hours 
quite really? quite long, yeah, to mm. go around. But it's got loads of great dialogue and it's all great, like brilliantly voice acted, and it's got such a cool overarching story, and it's just oh, so good. Nice, <laughs> very cool. I want to do one honorable mention before I go on to my final one. Yep. And it was it was kind of to tie in with Morrowind that it's one of these games that I haven't played but would love to play if they remade it. And to be honest, I actually have it for the PS2, but it's Shadow of the Colossus. Yes, so they have remade that. Have they? Yep. Completely remade it or they... Re- like it's just... remastered, I believe. Yeah, I know they remastered it for the yeah, PS3, yeah. Mm-hmm. but... I'm pretty sure it's quite dated from what I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not an expert on it. I literally, I, I own it for the PS2 and it's only because there's a little shop in Ireland that like buy and sell like really rare games and I yeah. saw it and it was really expensive. I'm not even going to go into how expensive it was. But, because it's really rare. It's quite a rare game. Um, So I own it and if I can get my PS2 working, I will play it. But yeah. I would also like if they could re- remake it because yeah, it it's like a really iconic game. There's like so God of War three does it really really well um, that you like play against a lot of or fight a lot of like titans in it where they're huge mm-hmm. and like the scale just like there's something cool about like being tiny and everything being around you being so massive and having to take down all these yeah. different colossuses like you do in Shadow of the Colossus that I've never played it but I've seen gameplay and thought wow like yeah for sure if they completely yeah. remade that it would be amazing mm-hmm. yeah so that's my honorable mention just of mm-hmm. like. Yeah, yeah, I cool. Don't know if any developer <laughs> out there is like, oh, yeah, definitely. To this and wants to make me happy, go. And go. <laughs> um, really random. My last one, but the first three Harry Potter games. Ah, yes, I this did cross my mind because I played all of them, I believe, up until the Deathly Hallows. I didn't play this because I was, and I'm super excited for the new game. Can I just say, but um. <laughs> I was that kid that was like, I want to go to Hogwarts. I want to be in Hogwarts. I want to live in Hogwarts. Why am I not in Hogwarts? And so I feel like the games were so good at like letting you live a bit in the wizarding world to that extent. But the first three games, it wasn't like Hogwarts in the movie. They like made the world and stuff and it was kind of open worldy as in you were allowed like wander around Hogwarts and open parts of the castle and stuff like that. But it was very, very different from the the movies yeah until i think i can't the fourth game was different because that was based on the triwizard tournament but the fifth and sixth game were so good because they were literally like copy for copy of hogwarts in the movie and i I was living my best life i was Mm -hmm. proper living my best life i was wandering around and i was like this is the dream but the first three games are so good they're so so good that i'd love them to be remade because yeah. there's just little like like quests and stuff like I remember specifically I think it was the second game where you're like in the Weasleys like you're in the um the burrow and you're doing these like little quests like or tasks for Mrs. Weasley like you're you're like trying to like you know jinx the washing machines because the washing machines are attacking you and you're flinging you have to like spin with the gnomes and you have to throw the gnomes over the wall and it's like really cool. wholesome and lovely um, or even little things like going up Diagon Alley and stuff. I was like, oh, I would just love yeah. if they remade those games. They're so good. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. I, I, mm-hmm. I remember distant, distant memories of playing them. And I remember particularly enjoying them. 
I just can't particularly remember any like massive things that stand out in my mind because it would have been very very long time ago but I was very much the same where you know I said it with Simpsons earlier on it's just like the ability to be able to be in that place that you see in the movies and see in that thing that mm-hmm. just for some reason with me just resonated with me on so much more of a level where like you know like you say being able to actually go around hogwarts so that's why that new game is going to be so good like when you be able to play an rpg in it where you could just walk out of the castle hopefully and just walk out into the forbidden forest and just do whatever you want to do like oh yeah how mental would that be but like like yeah for sure it'd be cool to see those games remade i don't think they ever will be sadly but no because they're trying to fill that void with the new game yes i also would like to make an honorable mention to mindy bubba on instagram because she played the first harry potter recently again and she came to me and she was like updating me on it because she's sending me pictures of how like really strange hagrid looked and stuff but The most iconic thing she said to me, she was like, I was, because you know the way they have the Bertie Bots, every flavoured beans, and there's like jelly beans and stuff. And she was like, I was chasing this jelly bean around and it turned out it wasn't a jelly bean because it like, it like um, made a chicken noise at me. And I was like, what? And she's like, the graphics are so bad that I thought this chicken was a jelly bean. Oh gosh. (laughs) And I was like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. And I was like, love it. <laughs> that's cool but yes yeah. that was that was our top five um games we'd like to be remade completely from the ground up i think there were some great things in there for sure like great it's choices hard, though because there's so many games being remade yeah and it was it was interesting as well because i think we're in an, an interesting point where i think remasters are great but i like remakes as well and i'm interested to see how i take to like final fantasy 7 remake and stuff like that because mm-hmm. loads of people seem to love it and i can't wait to get on to play that but yeah i I just think that there's so there's such a a great opportunity to to really bring back some of these games and mm-hmm. and make them make them amazing, you know. Yeah. But yes. Sure. Okay. Cool. Um. Anything else? No. No. Cool. All right. So now we'll move on to the final segment, which is rye versus ginger nut. And as yeah. we all know, I'm fawning up at the moment. And why do you do this every time? We, he has we'll to see just be whether like Kayla can make it for loser. one. We can see whether Kelly can make it four one, of course. Um, if there's anybody who's listening for the first time, I've won every single one of these so you far. You haven't. And, He's such a liar. And it's I'm ju- pretty just sure it's too quick well, score isn't update, it? everyone. Quick score update. Ryan four. He's done it. He's such a liar. <laughs> if any fucker who's new listening is like listening to it. Then they know who the champ is. You know? No, I'm telling you now, he's like a liar. When it gets to the se- segment, he always lies. Because he's a sore loser. Okay. Well, whatever the score is, today's game is... Do you ever keep score? He doesn't even keep track of the score. He's supposed to be the feckin' host. If I were winning, I would keep track. Okay. The second no. week, he was like, oh, I'm 2-1 up. And I was like, we've only been... This is only the second podcast. Like... <laughs> okay terrible this time we've got a game where we're going to say three words to the other member and then we have to try and guess what the game is and we'll do best of three so first to two and we'll we'll play out our other ones if someone goes two nil up but i'll start yeah and my first one is so basically three words those three words you have to try and think of what the game could be out of those three words and you can well, be like quite, a, score quite elusive I don't feel like I trust you to be honest <laughs> <laughs> wow okay yeah you go ahead and keep score first Alrighty. one 100 beasts iPad 100 beasts iPad yep 100 
beasts and iPad. Can I ask for hints? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I phone a friend? <laughs> Cheeky shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd like some more information, please. <laughs> kind of, because I'm like... Uh, 100 Beasts iPad. Yeah. If you wish to give uh, up, you can. No. And I can tell you what it is. I, I'm i going to take a wild guess. Is it the Witcher game that's out for your phone? Nope. Hmm. It is Breath of the Wild. It's 100 years since since Link woke up. It is, there's no fucking there's, iPad on it. It's the second slate. Divine beasts, and he uses a tablet or an iPad or a slate. You know. Wait, sorry. So it was beasts a hundred an iPad? Yep. But it's not an iPad. Oh, but come on! It looks like no, an iPad. No, it's not an it? iPad though. I thought you have said iPad, and I didn't know you were trying to fool me by lying. He doesn't use an iPad. He uses a Sheikah slate. Yes, but I couldn't say slate, could I? Because you'd know exactly what it was say something else <laughs> i made mine a lot easier because i wasn't a liar good then i will win <laughs> see anyone who's listening this far he's just he's terrible <laughs> and he's a known cheater his family told me so oh, pardon he just actually <laughs> the first thing one of your family members told me okay <laughs> okay crap i think mine are too easy um okay Sister, Fox's mask. Gosh. Sister, Fox's mask. Mask? Sister. I think you're going to be really annoyed if you don't get this. Who on earth has a a sister in a video game? That's going to stand out to me. Boxes. Cubes. Minecraft. Boxes. Do you have a sister in Minecraft? <laughs> Did no. you fabricate a sister? Nope. Mask? What the hell would be mask? The only thing I could think of is Majora's Mask. But why would you do that? Because I've not played it. Okay, I'm going to guess Majora's Mask. What is it? Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yes. I'm with you now. Nice. Mm-hmm. See, that's yeah. not too easy. That was good. I thought so, you get that. It's nil-nil at the moment. Um, I thought. Oh no! Wait, is it nil nil? Yeah, or one all. One one. Yeah, so I guess. Yeah, I guess if if we fail, the other person gets a point, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, uh, my next one is hill, fox, egg. Hill, fox, egg. Hill, fox, and egg. I think three games are coming to mind, and I don't think it's any of them. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Fox makes me think of Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Egg makes me think of Spyro. What does Hill make you uh, think of? Silent Hill? I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was the third one? I'm after forgetting what my third guess was. That's not good. That's not a good start. Hill, Fox, and Egg. Yep. What game could that be? You can give up if you want. We'll take a guess. No. I don't want to give up. Is it definitely something I know? Yes. Oh, this is hard. I don't know what this is. Take a guess. Ghost of Tsushima? Nope. 
It is Sonic. So it's Green Hill Zone. Your fox is Tails, and then Eggman. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> That's good. That's actually good. <laughs> I was thinking because, I, like, fox made me think of Tails, but I couldn't figure out. Yep. I never thought of Eggman. Yep. That should have come to mind. I'm annoyed at myself at that one, but however. Okay. You can see how Vox came to mind for Ghost of Tsushima, though, because I That's, was like... I thought when I was writing it, I was like, I bet she's going to guess uh, Ghost of Tsushima here, because I've said Fox, which would, which would yeah. like, that's where and I And then I, I was kind of starting to think, and I was like, there's definitely hills in Ghost of Tsushima, and I was like, was there an egg? Do we collect an egg or something? Yeah, I was, I was worried when I, when I wrote Egg that it was too obvious with Eggman. I thought that you were going to get that straight away, yeah. but it was good. I don't know. Definitely not. Okay, where am I? Um, okay. Mines? Villagers fishing. Mines? Yeah. As in blow up? As in where you go mine for ore. Oh, Minecraft. Stardew Valley. Wow, that's like, that's slack, you know? That, oh. <laughs> you can't smile about that. That's gross. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't that's like me doing. That's like me doing shooting soldiers... But can you and planes you, and then you, you going in Minecraft? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so like, I don't it's play like, Minecraft. It's like saying, "Oh, shoot!" It's like me saying, "Shooting soldiers and something else," and then you go and Call of Duty, and me going, "No, Battlefield." I didn't know <laughs> you can fish in Minecraft. That's not my problem. Okay, right. Last one um, for me, which is Ring Hologram Elite. This is hard. <laughs> and it's definitely something I know. Yeah. Witcher? Nope. Crap. It is Halo. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. I don't play Halo. So you got the Halo ring and then Cortana's hologram that that pops up on his arm. No. And then You lied to me. And then Elite. <laughs> no, nope. the... you lied to me. I said, is this something I know? I don't know anything anything about Halo. Oh, I really? literally only know the cover. That's oh. all I know about Halo. Wow. Halo's very good. Well, good. you lied to me, so. <laughs> he plays dirty people. <laughs> I assumed you'd know Halo. I thought you'd yeah, at least have... You assumed have, wrong. At least have... Um... I've never, ever played it in my life. Oh, wow. I haven't even seen gameplay of it. Oh, wow. No, okay. Nothing. Halo's good, though. I, I don't doubt it. <laughs> I asked... Did I know it? And you said yes. Well, I thought you did. So, you know. You might want to clarify these things as you do. <laughs> okay. Shark, alien, pickaxe. Oh, Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does I that, don't like this. Does that mean that... Well, considering you said it was stuff just, that I knew. Just one double check. Does that mean... Does that mean I'm El Champion? I want to ask you one more. <laughs> okay. Although it's too, no, actually my last one's too easy. You're gonna get it anyway. Um, what did I have? Tree, sword, field. Tree, sword, and field. Mm-hmm. Is that Ghost of Shima? Oh, Zelda. Oh, okay. 
I was homage to Ocarina of Time, Luke's mm-hmm. favorite game. If you never knew, well, um, I think you should brush up because I've never played Ocarina of Time. So, um... yeah, but we talk about it enough. <laughs> also, it shouldn't matter because it's the exact same as in Breath of the Wild because you have the giant Great Deku Tree, mm-hmm. you have Hyrule Field, yep, and you have the sword, you have the Master Sword. So it doesn't matter what it was Ocarina of Time. It was Zelda, yeah, unlike <laughs> Halo. But regardless of i don't think this that. counts i don't i am um, championi this time thank Do you, know you how so unfair much this is that everybody I was like, oh, for listening games i know because i am on top number one king in the hill in right he doesn't even Internet. know that he Again. actually doesn't know if he's the top because he doesn't know the score <laughs> that's five nil now five count. nil now for anybody listening it's and that so is just amazing nil. i think i'm doing really well i thought that that was really well constructed questions and this is unfair champion no champion. you have to give it to me though that was unfair you said it was all games Why? i knew yeah i thought you'd know halo but it doesn't matter because i'd already won at that point anyway no you didn't get that last one what so you would have drawn well, if spots and maybes, eh? Coulda, woulda, shoulda. I win this week, and um, <laughs> if you really wow, want me... he doesn't you, even like to win with you, honor. He just likes you. to be like a dirty cheat. <laughs> I just thought you'd know Halo. I thought everybody knew Halo, you know? At least to but the point... But he's not wrong. I thought, I thought the Halo would just be sort of well-known enough that you would have you would have experienced what about my background in gaming makes you think that i would i don't know i just think i just think that halo is just one of those things you might watched or experienced or any of that kind of stuff i have i ever mentioned halo ever to you no to be fair you haven't so he's a dirty cheat (laughs) (laughs) this is brutal out of all games that i've ever mentioned that i was like oh i've seen this i've played that i've seen a bit of this i've played a bit of that i've never even mentioned halo to him ever in my lifetime no, you haven't, to be fair. No. But I just assumed you would, you know. Well, then that was a terrible assumption. <laughs> and he cheated, so. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Anyway, um, this has been One Flew Over the Side Quest. Um, another fantastic podcast. I'm not we'll happy, be by back. the way, everybody. Just in case you didn't, you didn't know that before, I'm not happy. We um will be back not next week but potentially the week after or the week after that one of the Mondays anyway. That's if I haven't only, killed him. We're, we're only coming out. <laughs> we're only coming out once a month now. Um, but I'll have it's... played all of the Halo series by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get it all down. Um, yeah. but yes, this has been me, Ryan, and the amazing Kaylee as always. Um, or as I like to call, Little Miss Second Best. Um, so we I'm actually, I'm actually I'm angry <laughs> I'm not happy okay cool right thanks so much for everybody for listening and this has been amazing and if you never time, see Ryan again will... <laughs> you know <laughs> we'll hit you up with another amazing top five I'll so... let you know about the funeral details <laughs> thank you so much everybody <laughs> and we'll see you in the next one bye goodbye thank you again for listening to another pixie gaming podcast uh, whichever one it was you chose to listen to today we are pixie podcast on twitter pixie podcast on instagram pixie gaming podcast on facebook and pixie gaming podcast on youtube and our website is www.pixiepodcast.co.uk thank you so much for listening 
you're all a bunch of legends. And uh, here's a little outro music. So enjoy. <laughs>